Hi, and welcome to this amazing series of podcasts which explores the life of those who see differently. Just like you and I, we are no different. This platform amplifies the voices of the voiceless to share their own life experiences and stories. Learn about their abilities to chart their own destinies. Vision with action. Hello and welcome to Visionary, Vision with Action. I'm Ron Fiedler. In this podcast series, your host, David Lee, speaks to us about what it's like to see differently. David was born without vision, but that is not a barrier for him. He just sees differently. David answers questions about what it's like to live with a vision impairment and busts the myths and answers the question you may have want to ask someone who sees differently but was afraid to. David, welcome back to your podcast. How have you been since the last time we spoke? Yes, welcome back. Yes, very good things. I've always been good. And how have you been with selling the big issue out there in Rundle Mall? Well, there are times there is good and sometimes not so good, depending on the weather and as well as the days and the number of people out in the city. And also, David, we're coming up into daylight saving time very soon. Yes. How, how does that affect you? Well, hopefully uh, when the evening gets lighter, more people will come out into the city to shop, do window shopping or go out to restaurants or just uh, visit, visit uh, as tourists from interstate or overseas. And also joining us for the first time on Visionary, Vision with Action, is the co-founder and producer of this podcast, Marin He. Marin, welcome to the podcast. Are you able to tell our listeners a little bit about how you and David met? Thanks, Ron. Well, when I first met David on the streets, I was surprised to see a vision-impaired person selling Big Issue magazine. I was even more surprised to know that he was originally from Malaysia, actually. And even a qualified musician, I was really impressed. Well, then he started telling me about his life story and challenges of him seeking employment. And as a community worker, I realized that there is a need to raise awareness about vision impairment. So I thought about, hey, let's do a podcast. And I found out about Podcast City and I encouraged David to attend with me. And here we are today, founder and co-founder. Fantastic. It's really good that you guys are doing this because it gives people the opportunity to find out maybe myths about people who see differently, but also the questions that they really want to know, but just are afraid to ask because they may feel embarrassed or they may feel that it's uncomfortable for someone that sees differently. David, what was your first reaction when Marin first approached you with this idea of starting a podcast? Well, I've, first I was a bit hesitant and skeptical because I haven't had any knowledge or really know what a podcast is and, and how to run it until I had several thoughts. Then one day we just both attended a training and we decided, yeah, that's the way to go. And what do you like most about doing a podcast? Is it the people that you meet or is it more that you're getting that information out that people really should know? I think it's more than that. First, the people meet. Second is the skill on uh, speaking and being recorded. But the most important is to educate the general public or the listeners about people who see differently and answer their questions. 
David, there are a lot of myths out there about seeing differently. And I believe it's so important that we get these questions that people may have about seeing differently answered. And some people may just be too afraid or find it maybe uncomfortable for you to answer them. But nothing is uncomfortable because, David, you're here to answer every question honestly that people have about seeing differently, aren't you? Yes, I would say every question I think is an educational tool. And Marin, as a bystander, when you first met David, you too would have had questions. What were your impressions of David? Actually, by the time I met David, I had already supervised a vision impact student in my previous role in a non-profit organisation. So I have experienced det- determination and courage, you know, from those who see differently. So when I first met David, I know he has potential. I believe in him. In fact, I was very impressed with his humility and hardworking nature, you know, the fact that he stands out there at the streets the whole day trying to make a living. And I was really impressed with that. When you first met David, was it the fact that you had similar backgrounds or was it the fact that uh, David was there selling the big issue with having a impairment such as seeing differently? It's mostly about him seeing differently because of my previous experience, as I mentioned, supervising a vision impaired student. But in addition to that, obviously, we came from the same home country before we migrated to Australia. So... I suppose above and beyond, just listening to his voice. David, how did you say those words that caught my attention? Well, it goes like this. Afternoon, come and buy a big issue. So that's how he got my attention. (laughs) So I will never forget that, you know? Yeah. And it's become a great friendship as well. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So David, Marin is an example of a bystander who believes in you Can you please share what is your experience with other bystanders that are around you? Well, the answer is that I've got countless uh, experience, some good, some not so good. Uh, Some people just uh, stop and and have a chat to you and eventually become your friends and your regular customer. And one other good example is that uh, as as the listeners realise that uh, in this day and age, there are lots of e-scooters lying down uh, on, on the footpath strolling around. And by accident, I actually tripped on one and I had a bleeding hand. So wow. that, what happened next is that uh, several uh, bystanders came and tried to assist me and uh, they even offered me some band-aids so that the, the bleeding would stop. David, let's explore that a little with e-scooters and other obstacles around. As a person who sees differently, do you believe that the council or the state government have responsibilities when they put these programs in together, like the e-scooters, that they should also have a situation where people who do see differently are looked after as well? Because you can't see those obstacles. You may be able to sense them or maybe use your cane to be able to feel them, but you can't see them all the time. So do you believe that the council or the government should have looked at this issue first about where they're placed and how they're parked? Well, the answer is yes. Let me put it this way. Those e-scooters, they are actually a a safety hazard for not only people who see differently, but for the general public in in the whole. For example, if uh, someone was uh, not careful and they have a problem judging distance, anyone can just trip over it. So this is just my personal opinion. What I think that they should, the council or the state or some government organisation should actually 
have a designated uh, parking lot just for these e-scooters. Yeah, and you had bystanders that came to your aid to help you, but if you were in a situation where bystanders weren't around, it could be a very long time before help arrives. Yes, definitely. So it is great that there are bystanders like Marin and other people that come to help when it's needed, but majority of the time, David, you don't need help. You can just get around the city quite easily. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, you're right. And the other thing about bystanders, there's obviously one or two bystanders which are not so good. They just use the F word. So the best thing, if you come across these kind of bystanders, is just uh, let them go. How does it make you feel when you're being abused or someone isn't treating you like everyone else? There's nothing different about you except that you see differently. How does it make you feel? Well, just control your impulse and just let it go. It's no point starting a fight in the street as a member of the general public and also as a, a big issue vendor because uh, yeah, it's just not, not going to give, uh, get you a good reputation and a good name. So, Marin, you were a bystander, and now you're the co-producer of Visionary Vision with Action podcast. How would you sum up your experiences working with David? I would say it has been a life-changing journey for me because meeting David really has made me more interested uh, in the disability sector and in what else I could contribute and what else I could learn from him and others in general to make the world a better place. Now, a good example is, you know, it challenged my own assumption about David not being able to cook for himself. And David proved me wrong. He showed me how he can make instant noodle, how he can cook on the stove top, you know. It's really interesting. Now, I also learned to communicate with David by giving him visual narrative when we go grocery shopping together. I let him guide me on what works for him, such as he used the power of his touch, you know, just little things like that. In fact, another thing I wanted to share is David is actually my GPS when I drop him around <laughs> really? the city. Yes. He would show me, you know, in his own visual way, where's the direction in the CBD? <laughs> and that's really interesting. Like, oh, where are you now? You're in Wakefield Street. I said, yeah, then turn left. <laughs> so I thought that's quite interesting. And, you know, uh, above and beyond, I find David as a person, it's such a blessing to know him. Yeah, yeah I have to agree. David is one of the most inspirational persons I've met. And not because he sees differently, but because he has this great attitude with life. And David, that attitude with life, you and Marin, when you do things together, I suppose it's just like everyone else. There's no difference between you going out with your friends or someone who sees differently going out with their friends or someone who sees like everyone else. It's just the matter is that you want to be treated like one of the boys, one of the people that goes out there and just enjoys their life. Yes, that's right. That's right. One, people to enjoy a company. First, I think it's important to examine your attitude and see what attitude you produce uh, to the other party. David and Marin, you both have impressed me with your journey together and your dreams to raise awareness for those who see differently. And I really hope that your visionary podcast will also motivate bystanders to make a difference when they see people who do see differently. What would you like people to take away from today's podcast? Well, learn from it and just stay tuned and keep listening to whatever episodes that we produce for educational. And David, you're becoming a leader now in a world where people see differently. If people do have questions and they see you selling the big issue, do you mind them coming up to you and asking you questions about how you see differently? 
Well, in fact, I encourage them because it's not only uh, they they will uh, have a different perception. In fact, it makes one's uh, person's day better considering that I have to be out uh, on my own, say, for at least five or six hours a day. And Marin, yourself, if people want to ask you questions about how to help someone who sees differently, what advice could you give them? It's about acceptance and being non-judgmental. And you'll be surprised how it will open up a whole new world to you if you only have that mindset. So, David, you're going to be doing some fundraising when it comes to the podcast, Visionary Vision with Action. Can you let our listeners know what's involved and what you're actually wanting to achieve? Well, with this fundraising, we are uh, trying to basically get uh, as many stories as possible stories of resilience, the stories of survival, whether uh, locally or internationally, and to be able for their voices to be heard and that there will be more awareness uh, to the general public and the listeners to accommodate uh, certain projects for more of this uh, educational kind of uh, podcast, both uh, internationally as well as Australia. So if people want to get involved and help David and Marin fundraise Visionary Vision with Action so we can hear more people and hear their stories about how they see differently or how they overcome obstacles in their life, in the show notes, we're going to have some links that you'll be able to contact them. Or you can simply, as I keep saying, go out to Rundle Mall, out to Hague's Chocolate, or out to the Body Shop. Or every Thursday, you can go to Unley Road near Bus Stop 4, where David will be under a tree selling the big issue. And David, what is your final advice for our bystanders out there? When they see you or see someone who sees differently or has a vision impairment? Well, just uh, greet them uh, as if that you are just dealing with any person or any members of the general public. And Marin, as a person who is a bystander and a person that does help David, how will the fundraising help people who see differently? To be able to share their stories. And obviously, the purpose of visionaries about the voices of resilience and how they thrive, not only survive, and to give that context, whether it's locally or internationally, you know, every context is different. Everyone has a different background. And we wanted to be able to show that, to create global awareness ultimately. Like I mentioned, you know, to generate acceptance and to open up mindset, you know, that we all can be different, but we're all actually the same. Exactly right. I think that you've really explained that quite well. The only difference between... David and everyone else is that David sees in a different way. He can do everything that any of us can do, including very soon being able to drive a car with autonomous cars where he would be able to simply get in his car, tell his car where he wants to go and it will just take him there. So the world is becoming a very small place where inclusion is the way it's going to go. And David, inclusion is all that you want in life, is people to see you as you are, not as what you can or can't do. Yeah, that's right. Just see me as any member of the general public and any member of society. David and Marin, thank you so much for coming on to your podcast, Visionary, Vision with Action, and we hope to speak to you very soon. David, thank you very much for letting all of our listeners know what you've been up to and to give them that advice about people who see differently. Sure. Thank you. 
And Marin, thank you so much for coming on the show and explaining to people about what it's like to be a bystander for someone who sees differently and how people can help. It might be just a little thing such as, you know, guiding across the street if necessary, or it might be just to say, hey, watch out for what's in front of you. But you've done a marvellous job to help people who do see differently. So thanks for coming on to the program. Thank you. Don't forget to watch out for the fundraising that will be coming up very soon. I'm Ron Fiedler. Until we meet again, bye for now. We hope this podcast has increased your awareness and understanding of those who see differently. Be part of Vision with Action, where your inclusive action matters.